Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are watching the NI Golf Channel from the luxurious surrounds of the Starters Hut here at Hollywood Golf Club. It's episode 63 of the podcast and episode 5 of the vlog. Uh, don't forget, keep sending those videos and clips. We love to see them. You can email them to us at nigolfpodcast at gmail.com. And coming up this week, Mr. Kelly? Yeah, we have a preview of the brilliant new Top Tracer technology that has been installed at the range at Collin Glen with some Irish Open news, with a video tip from PGA coach Paddy Small, and much more. But first, congratulations to our honorary VP of Programming, Olivia Mahaffey, who has been sweeping up more awards and victories. Tell us what she's won. Yes, playing for Arizona State University in the 2019 Bruin Weave Invitational. She came first, our Olivia. Class well act. Well Olivia. Class act. And also close to home, she was named Sportswoman of the Year at Armagh Bambridge Craig Allen Council Sports Awards. And the next big event in Horizon for Olivia will be the Augusta National Women's Amateur. First time ever. Absolutely. Olivia's going to be there. That's from April the 3rd to the 6th. Meanwhile, more college golf. Whoops. And it's U.S. college golf. That's Dungannon's Jack Madden there, who's representing Oklahoma City University. He won the San Antonio shootout. Jack won by five with the team winning by 12 shots. Now, the good people up at the city of Derry GC have sent us through this video. Uh, what are they doing exactly? Well, they're playing in the snow and, uh, and looking very fond of doing so as well. Yeah, look at that there. Lovely. So why it's are they doing this, Mr there. Kelly? Well, ordinary, as I said, I think they'd be a bit nuts, but Nick Edmund is on a 250-mile trek around golf clubs in Northern Ireland to raise awareness for his charity, that's Global Golf for Cancer. He clearly could have picked a better couple of weeks for it because he's been washed away. He started at Loch Erne, uh, and he's going to finish at Royal County Down, and in between he'll stop at Castle Rock, Bally Castle, Lisburn, Malone, and a few others, and his plan is eventually to stop at 18 courses and he's going to play a few holes at each so if you see him out in the road give him a wave because he'll be the agent walking along with a set of golf clubs attached to his back that's what he does now we're definitely hopefully going to track him down before he's finished his tour and have a proper chat with him because he's a good character brilliant great effort well done nick well done now, in pro golf land, England's Megan McLaren has won the Women's New South Wales Open, presented by Worlds for the second successive year after an impressive final round of 200 par 69 for a three-stroke victory. And what a great selfie that is. Yeah, it's brilliant. And the Qatar Masters in duo was won by South African Justin Harding, who buried three of his last four holes to claim a first European Tour win. Unfortunately, Gavin Moynihan missed the cut. That one, not so good. On the Sumatra Tour... Leona Maguire, her Leona, she finished tie 25th and the event was one more so I'm going to have to go to the paper for this. Which work away, work away. Up. Uh, it was won by Alana Uriel, I think that's how you say her name. And after his recent second place finish, Darren Clark struggled at the Hogue Classic on the PGA Tour of Champions. Uh, more crucially, did you see Jeff McGirt, his five putt? From five feet. From five feet. Now, like, what's going on in, in your head? That's, you know. That's a total, an utter brain freeze. But did you it? actually see it? I watched it only because somebody had obviously been watching it on TV yeah. and did a wee tweet and sent it out because I was looking for it, obviously, to put it on. It wasn't that close up, so you couldn't really see what was going on was with the hands or whatever, but, you know, shoving it every time. I think the first one went low, and after that, nearly everything finished on the high side. And he was knocking it further back. <laughs> What he got on? It was just unbelievable. That's a total 
Oh, poor fella. He actually wasn't by the end of the event. He wasn't far off the lead. Seriously, and while we're on the subject of pro golf, the Irish Open recently announced that Lee Westwood and Danny Willett have confirmed their appearance at Lahinch in July. And here's what Lee said. Lee, obviously you must be looking forward to this year's Irish Open, especially a Rolex winner recently. You carry your happy sport in the, the gold bib. Yeah, it's nice when you go back to these Rolex events and you've got a gold bib. So, uh, yeah, it was good to win at Sun City. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Dubai uh, Duty for the Irish Open this year. It's uh, interesting where I've never played. Um, I've heard a lot about it, heard how good it is. Um, obviously, it's a good Lynx golf course. With the Open coming up a few weeks after that, it'll be good prep. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it and uh, hopefully I'll have a good week. I've never won the Irish Open, so uh, I've won a couple of times in Ireland. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it'd be nice to stick the Irish Open on my uh, achievements. You've hosted a tournament yourself, the British uh, Sky Masters. What's it going to be like for Paul McGinley doing just the same in Ireland? Um, it's a tough job. You know, you've got to try and keep everybody happy. And uh, uh, I'm assuming he's playing as well. So, uh, you know, you, you want to play well and perform when you're the host. And, you know, first and foremost, make the cut and then uh, you know contend. Um, so there's there's a lot to do that week, and uh, you know it's nice for the you know the players to support Paul. You know he's obviously a former Ryder Cup captain. I played under at Glen Eagles, and um, he's well respected on the tour. So uh, um, yeah, it's uh, hopefully he'll get a good field and uh, people will uh, support him. Like I said, you can certainly expect Paul will be the kind of person to make sure all the eyes are dotted and all the T's are crossed, given his experience and what he did at the Ryder Cup. Yeah, he's usually, usually thorough in his preparation, so uh, you know I'm sure he'll have a lot to do with the course setup and uh, and try and make it as tricky as possible for us. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he'll be a good host, I think. Obviously, as you say, Lynx is a different animal, and coming up to the the Open Championship, it'll play a very important part in your calendar. How important is it for most of the players to have something like this under their belt and just running up to the Open Championship? I think most people, you know, most people would like to play Lynx golf going into the Open Championship, but you know, we're all individuals, so we all treat it differently and you know, prepare differently. But I certainly like to play um, a bit of Lynx golf going into the Open, so I'm, I'm playing the, the two weeks before it in, uh, in Ireland and, and Scotland, and uh, you know, it takes a bit of getting used to. Obviously, you know, there's more wind to contend with and different kinds of bounces, and you have to play different shots around the green, so. Uh, it's good prep for that. Right, in theory the golf season should be getting underway at a lot of clubs, but given the recent crappy weather we've mm. had, it's been crappy. It looks like it's back to the range now. Colin Glen Forest Park near Dunmurray is home to a nine-hole course and a 16-bed driving range. And over the winter, the facility has been installing top tracer technology. The first in Ireland. Is it? It is, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And recently, Morris got a sneaky look at developments in the company of resident professional Peter Martin. Give us a wee talk through this amazing facility. Okay. I'm okay. just going to stick the camera up here, have yeah. a quick look around, because this is an amazing place that's come together here in Colin Glen. Brilliant. So tell us about Top Tracer, yeah, what's the no crack? Problem. Well, first and foremost, um, we've got the heat on for you, because we know you're a wee bit softer <laughs> in the winter. Um, basically, how it came about, obviously, was we've all seen the, the sort of the, the top golf driving ranges and um, how basically then they're bringing sort of families to golf and things like that so the big thing will be is then whenever you arrive to the range we're trying to get everybody um, to download the app the big thing about this is that as soon as we as soon as you have the app then on your phone which is free um, you'll get a code so you'll scan the code here so you'll start your session um, basically then you'll line your mobile up and your QR code then will link to all the games um, or all the golf courses that you play or basically even um, 
if you've went through and you've, you've got a couple of different drivers, you can have your watts in your bag, so you can check your yardages from week to week. You have your launch monitor, and um, for golf nerds then, maybe you want to have a look at how much spin, um, and basically what it does is when you're going through your bag, it actually gives you a consistency rating on each club. So obviously the higher the consistency rate and obviously the better you are. So it gives you an idea what your favourite club is or what you need to improve in your long irons. Okay. So we'll try and play. We'll play the back nine and uh, pedal beat table stroke the cat. Okay. Try and keep it out of the water on the right. That we should be picking easier holes than this. That's a good crack. Yeah, it's straight out of that. Right down the hay diddle. Okay. So obviously it gives you a wee bit of the parameters uh -huh. here. Let's see. So that's going to work out how far you've got. Yeah, the 184. 184. It's telling you slightly downhill. 13 feet downhill. So five, six hours. Yep. Six. Six. aim at a wee bit more left. You go under the range map, but we'll keep it at the same target. Okay. Again. Yep. Sounded good. At left. A bit left, Bunkerville. This is the thing now then, so it gives you then sort of bogey, par, birdie. This will be the same if you hit the green, you'll uh -huh. still have to chip. So basically for you to for you to get your birdie then you really need to chip it into one of the one of the circles. One of the wee red to actually get it into the red dot oh, for to make your birdie. So, so, you <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's, and what size is the wee red circle from here? I would say. It's about what? Twelve feet across yeah. maybe? Yeah. Not even? Not even, no. <laughs> so again, if we, we aim it then, I think you can... So this will be the sort of two targets here, uh -huh. your 50 and 55 then. So you're going for the one on the right? Go for the one here, yeah. Well, the one straight in front of you, but it's the one on the right on the screen here, yeah. And again, then, if you're short, which it short, likes yeah. to be. So it just gives it on the front, so it'll give you a power then for that. Jobs are good. Jobs are good. Do you want to have a go? I'll have a go off camera. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think? You enjoyed it? Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic facility. Fifteen bays. Every bay has top tracer technology. Um, it basically does your stats. So if you're a bit of a nerdy sort of range man who likes to know your numbers, it does you know numbers. Yeah. Uh, it's it can, a form of trackman, is it? Is it's it kind of yeah. It's kind of like trackman, but it, it is much more for the sort of recreational side of things. Okay. Wouldn't be you would you wouldn't have as many numbers as trackman. It wouldn't be quite as accurate as trackman. But it, it can give you sort of the basics. Right, okay. Um, but for the recreational golfer or for the golfer who wants to vary up their practice a bit, who likes to go to the range, it's fantastic. It really you, is. You can play games, can't you? Because you can play games and you can play... There's targets you There's targets. Actually, the targets out in the range have different colours. Okay. So different coloured circles. You use those as your distances and your targets. And then you can play the likes of Sawgrass or you can play oh, some of the other courses. You know, so it's, it's, it's great. It's great fun. You know? and what, so, what sort of prices are they talking about? Then? Um, they we're talking five or a bucket. So, right. so it's kind of five pounds for 45 balls, but what they want you to do is come as a three ball or a four a ball or a five ball or a six ball. Each bay can take up to six people, yeah. have a bit of crack, get a bucket each and, you know, have yeah. a couple of hours on it and, yeah. and basically play courses. So what, about the, what about the classic thing is what about the mats? Mats are great. Brand, oh, brand new mats, yeah. And talk about those two strike mats that sort of give a bit. Yeah, they give a bit and also they're both left and right handed. Right, so so they, no have the they have the bits at either end for, for lefties as well. So every day. Investment. Yeah, yeah, it's, investment. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, so. Fair play to everybody up there. Yep. So now then, the next thing obviously is that if you're looking at a wee bit of practice, MJ, 
you need a wee tip to help. And thankfully, Paddy Small has come up with that, with a wee tip for us, another bunker tip. These pros like their bunker <laughs> they like tips. Their bunkers. They like their bunker tips. Paddy's based up in Bangor, uh, and here's his tip. Supposed to be the hardest shot in golf, and actually it's not. Once you know how, it's relatively simple. Biggest problem is club selection. They're still using their sand and lob wedge. Forget about it. Use your pitch and wedge and iron iron. After that, it's the exact same technique as you'd use around your greenside bunker shots. Ball position, let's get it forward in the stance. Let's get the weight forward. Let's get our sternum on top of the ball. will help control your low point, which will help control your strike. From there, we're looking at the butt end, pointing into our belly button, leaning the shaft slightly back, which helps promote uh, using the bounce, which is going to stop digging. Too many of us go digging to try to get it out. We don't need to. We're going to open up that face wide open. That's going to help us get it out. So we're looking at weight forward, shaft position, and our weight's going to stay on this left side throughout the motion. All we've got to do is turn all the way through now. Right, all the a bit more amateur news. Yeah, Tom McKibben finished tied for third at the major champions invitation in Florida. Now that was that was the one last year he won it. He won it won last, last year. Did, year yeah. yeah, So we that was that event organised by Nick Faldo. Um, as you can see, Tom was actually playing for the Faldo team. Okay. He did well. Thank you. Was he five under or something the first day and the last yeah, day? Yeah. He led at the start of the end He of the did first lead day. after day one on five under, I think it was. Um, did very, very well. He was a defending champion, obviously. Um, and he's played with some of the best young players yeah. in the world. I mean, this is, you know, yeah, this is cream in, the cream. inviting the cream of the cream. Yeah, I and, agree and he did very well. I think uh, Kirkuson's Beth Coulter, she was also at it. It was a bit. Beth's first time at it, I think, uh, Annabelle Wilson from Lurgan was there last right, year. Yeah. So Beth was there. She finished in a share of 37th. Meanwhile, Mars Forest Littles, Julie McCarthy, she's out studying in the US. Um, she earned a spot on the international team for the Palmer Cup, which will be played, I'm going to try and say this. The Aleutian the, Club. The, I, think it's, I think it's Aleutian. The Aleutian in uh. Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. Why do you say that as well, Mark? Well, that's, that's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's an Arnold Power dominated episode as well. The opening qualifying event for the International King's Cup took place recently at Rogenstown GC. Uh, making it through to the final qualifying event at Malone are Ryan Gribben and Davy Barron, Pat Courtney and Liam Nolan, Andrew Lawless and Paul Johnston. Thomas Smith, David Rennie, Andrew King and John Judd, Ian McVerry and Jim Somerville. The remaining qualifiers are at Westport, uh, Castle Rock and Ennis. The final qualifier is on the 4th of April at Malone. The 16-man team will travel to the US of A in yes. May to face a US team at Arnold Palmer's Bay Hill Club and Lodge. So it's fantastic. That's a great trip. Because the last two or three have been here, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, the last yeah. couple have been here. Yeah. Um, and I have to say that the uh, US team have come over. They've been a great bunch of lads. They've taken an awful hammering. <laughs> taking an awful hammering and every time they've said we have to get you over we'll have to get you over to play at our place so this year they are and it's bit of target golf bit of target golf a, a Bay Hill like so it's going to be know. great brilliant absolutely brilliant meanwhile the University of Ulster beat Queen's University oh grudge match in the final of the Irish College's match play championship at Woodbrook that's almost it, MJ. I know it's been a, it's a quick week. We've kind of just been doing some of the results mm. that have been happening this week. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of stuff really to talk well, about. We could have gone more about the rules again, but I think we've had enough of rules. I know, but, I'm sick of rules. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of fed up with players complaining about it. They I need know. to wind their necks in a wee bit, you know. But Marsh, this week coming, we've got a big, big, big week because it's the... the players. Players. Yep. Sawgrass, which yeah, you yeah. mentioned. And they keep talking about it being the fifth major. But as I... 
have often said, tell me who won the sawgrass last year. Well, now you put me on the spot. That's what. I'm, that's why I'm saying it. Do you know? I had to go looking. Is it Jay Day? No, he no. a couple of years ago. He was a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the players last year. You'll not get it. I'll not get it. No, you'll not get was it. Was it a bit of an outsider? Somebody who sort of came. He was a good player, but he, he sort of hadn't been doing an awful lot. Chapel. No, Webb Simpson. Oh. Uh, see, this Mars. They keep talking about this event being the fifth major, and like at the end of the day. It goes in one ear and goes out the other. It doesn't resonate like a major. They want, it, they want it to, but it doesn't quite. It doesn't really. Not it. Doesn't, not anyway, it. moving on. Yeah, and also keep an eye out for Tours and epic journey coming to a town near you, MJ. Uh, the community event will take place in every county in Northern Ireland as well as Dublin to mark the return of golf's most prestigious championship to Royal Port Rush for the first time in nearly 70 years. Do you really? Know, do you know the Open Championship is coming to Royal Port Rush? These are some of the venues of Mars. On the 14th of March, are in Anniskillen. 2nd of April, Dublin City Centre. The 9th of May. Oh, they're in the Orchard County, oh. in Armagh, oh. down the Shambles Yard. 16th of May, the Guildhall at Derry. The 30th of May, they're in Portrush Golf Club, obviously up in Antrim. Uh, June the 6th, the Sleeve Dollard Hotel in County Down. And the 13th of June, they're at the Hill of the O'Neill Visitor Centre. Never been there. It's a nice ring. It's in Tyrone. <laughs> Good luck with the tour. Uh, yeah, that's it. So it's uh, short and sweet this week, but thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Don't forget, send us your videos, send us your wee clips uh, to ligolfpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Thanks very much. Players, enjoy the players. And if you've, st you've started your golf already, you're hardy creatures. That's Here, did I mention that I won a brawly? No. Given that it started to rain? How come? I, was, I won one of the Winter League weeks. So, even though there was a fair bit of grumping at some stage when you were coming in off the off the course. Well, our team came third. Very good. And I won one of the weeks. So well, I got congratulations. A, so I got a brawly. So we did it all and right. The, now, the whole point about Winter Leagues, obviously, is it keeps you ticking over, keeps your game ticking over, and obviously keeps people in there to the club. Do you feel that your golf has has kept ticking over? Do you think it's worked like that for ah, you? It's all right. And as long as I get uh, preferred lies in the rough for the rest of the year, I'll be all right. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Cheerio. See you. Bye.